Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And coming to you from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, located on the back of Jeff's ex-wife's house, <laughs> we are. It's a uh, mouthful. We are we are here and we're going to be firing up a Fonseca by My Father Cigars. Darn right. This is not a box press. This is not a box press. This uh, the cigar is the Toro, which uh, features a Nicaraguan Corojo wrapper and a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Okay, let me get mine out of the cellophane. Uh, of course. You'll notice in the photo we took. Nick had already taken his <laughs> out of the cellophane. One is in the cellophane and yeah. one is not. I Imagine wonder, that. Wonder which one that could be. <laughs> wonder who that was. Wait, how do they pack these in so tight? They don't. You're just screwing around. I think some people really enjoy this. I don't know if that's it's true. very soothing. I don't know if that's true. I think you can knock it off at any point now. Well, it's still look, it's still not out. I, I think you can knock that off. Knock it off. <laughs> Got it. God. Anyway. So I think I'm gonna try to smoke mine with the cedar on it. Boy, that's gonna end poorly. See how that goes. <laughs> yeah, you know how that goes? It explodes in your face. That's how that goes. Oh. Mm. Be, God, will, that cigar smells say, good. That would be really amusing for me to watch though. <laughs> You'd have to video and put on the YouTube. Just, just poof, right in your face. You know? <laughs> just just crawling down the cedar of that cigar right for you. Oh man. That would be funny. Boy, it does make that cigar smell nice, though. It does, and I will say this is mm. the, this is exactly the little cedar that I've been taking off the cigars and lighting and uh, making my ice tent smell nice. We're gonna try to do that today. I mean, we can. It's a little more open on your deck than true. it is on my ice tent. But I was saying you know. to actually try to use it to light our cigars. Oh, that's probably not the best idea. You don't think so? No, this is really thin cedar. It's veneer, and uh, this is the kind of cedar. Where it just burns rapidly. Where I burn the deck off the house. Yeah, it burns really rapidly. So, like, realistically, the odds of you being able to use it to light your cigar probably not great. I could be wrong. Fair enough. But, but what I will say we can do is we can cut the cigar. Oh yeah! And it's time for the official cutting, which is brought to you by our man Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. You like my father's cigars? He's got my father's cigars. Oh, yeah. He's also got the Aladino line. He's got the Martinez line. He's got a bunch of cigars, and they're good cigars. And he's yep. got a great setup there with his humidor and the awesome lounge where you can go and chill and sit back. But then he's got the 1,500-square-foot covered patio. Today would be the day for that patio. Today would be a good day for that yep. patio. And, you know, you can experience all this and more over at Riverman Cigar Company. Go by. Say hi to Dan, Cindy, Jane, and all the rest. Amen. Nothing else to add? Well, just, you know. Okay. I I mean, I could say he does mail order. He does do mail order. He does do mail order. (laughs) You're always looking to me to prompt. I would say he does do mail order where you can, uh, can, if you don't have a brick and mortar, you can give him a call and he can uh, prep a box of cigars and get them out to you right away. Let Riverman see your brick and mortar. We have many listeners that have become customers at Riverman. It's great. Yeah, it's actually, we really do appreciate it, yeah, guys. It's really great. Well, anyway, Riverman Scar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. After the uh, cut in the light here, I want to talk to you a little bit about Riverman, God actually. damn it. I knew that was going to come up. So, anyway, yeah, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Let's do it. Okay. I have my own cutter today. I had somebody accuse me on Instagram. Yeah. Because I did a really nice cross cut. I had a... Uh, another my father earlier today <laughs> and they accused me of using your cutter 
Uh, I'm like, really? I mean, you do use my cutter. Let's be honest. I have established a pattern. Frequently, yes. Yes. Frequently. Let me just see who said that. Uh, That's going to be six underscore T-O. Six two. Six two. Yep. Yep. Six two. Good times. It was a really good picture, though. It is a good picture. Yeah. Nice little crown cut. Yeah. Kind of artsy. All right. So, cold draw on the My Father Fonseca. Earthy. Hang hang on. Slightly barnyardy, but earthy. I never get the barnyard. I'm just telling you, man. Barnyard is manure. It's not manure. It's not entirely manure. It's a cornucopia of tastes and smells. See, I'm getting something a little more complex. I am picking up that cedar. Yes. You know, off of the uh, wrapper that it has. Yes. But I'm telling you, it's it's earthy, kind of barnyardy. I'm getting more of a more of a fruit flavor. Not able to put my finger on it though. Mm-mm. I'm getting a dried fruit. No. Maybe raisin actually. No. Yeah. Raisin. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't have the raisin toast drop anymore, so I can't I can't <laughs> But you, I really do. I, I can't, really I can't drop that in. I'm actually getting raisin. <laughs> Yeah, we we got the cease and desist letter. Yeah, I was going to say, the lawyers have already come by and talked to us. Mr. Jonathan is not amused. <laughs> At least Nick Perdomo didn't rub you out. It's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm saying raisins. Okay, well. Uh, well let's do the cold I, retro. I disagree, but oh, God. Anyway. We can really, yeah, you can really smell it on the cold retro. Hmm. I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it. Fair enough. Don't get it, but whatever. All right. Um, so is this a crown cut or a cross cut? How, what would you call that? The, your V cut yeah. thing that going on there? The double V? I mean, you know, you could, either way. I mean, it's either like a double V, a cross V, however you want it. I don't know. I don't know if there is an official term for that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say cross cut. What's nice in the sun today. Mm-hmm. We've actually shifted our uh, recording spots from the north side of the table under the... <laughs> to the south yeah, side. into the into sun. Into the sun, because, yes, the north side is in the shade, and it's significantly colder in the shade today. So, you hung out this weekend at a couple of lounges. I did. I did. I had some Saturday, stuff going on. Saturday but... was National Cigar Day, and so I swung by our friends at Riverman and at Lit Cigar yes. out in Chesterfield. And it was pleasant. You even ran into a couple of folks from Southern Illinois. I did. I did. There was uh, Andrew and Jason. Mm-hmm. Yep. From Ducoin, Illinois, where I have a newspaper, and Energy, Illinois, which is very close over by uh, Heron. Yep. Yep. Down in the Carbondale area. Super nice guys. Yeah. They I were wish I'd a, made it over, They actually. were on a cigar uh, store, like a cigar lounge crawl. Like a pub crawl. That's pretty cool. So they were going lounge to lounge and having like one stick a piece and just, you know, going on. And it was pretty cool. They yeah. had hit a number of places just that day alone. Yeah, that's very cool. So yeah. we, I, I was going to say we should do that, but we kind of do do that already. I say we do that on the regular. <laughs> yeah. We just don't designate it. It's just what we call Saturday. It's just what we do. Yeah. So first thoughts here on the uh, My Father Fonseca. Hmm. Dude, I love this cigar. I've been smoking these cigars quite a bit lately. I usually get a real earthy, real uh, spicy kind of note off of it. It's just really good. <laughs> and there's the retro. Jeff's choking on the retro. It snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be okay, and then it hit me. Oh, my. What are you getting on that, though? Because I'm not, like, nothing's jumping out there's at me on the retro. There's spice on the retro. Maybe that's it. There was some spice. Yeah, nothing. Nothing's really jumping out at me on that. Yeah, we. Uh, it's good. We're actually imbibing today. Is that the correct word? Um, I guess so. Yes, we have our Michelob Ultras. We're actually having a brew because you know we're gonna go running after this, and we gotta make sure we drink the light carb beer. Look, dude, it's all I had. <laughs> it was that or whiskey. Mm. And I figured at one o'clock in the afternoon, maybe we'll just go with the Michelob Ultra. I don't know. I could use a whiskey. To be <laughs> I can hook you up. I got some JD in there. Yeah. No, I'm good. Probably ought to avoid that for right now. Probably. Probably for yeah. the best. Yes. So. So speaking of that. Yeah. Nick was at Top Shooters. 
I guess maybe three, four days ago. Okay. And Nick decided, which we never do. We never have a beer at Top Shooters. I mean, I hate to say it. It's really weird. Oh, We're sitting God, in a bar. Are you going to freaking bust this oh, story yes, out? Oh, yes, I am, because it's the greatest thing ever. You you can have a I was, beer. I was sober. Yeah, you yeah. were sober. You had a beer. I had a beer. Maybe two. Maybe two. But it was over the course of like four hours. Exactly. So, I mean, I was way sober. So, we never drink when we go to Top Shooters. But Nick, for some reason, he was there and he decided, you know what? A beer sounds good today. So mm-hmm. he had a beer, and then he had a second beer. And, you know, a couple hours later, he gets up, he's headed home, and tell the folks what happened. So, yeah, so I was not drunk. But I had beer on the breath because I, you know, finished off my beer that I'd been nursing for the better part of, like, two hours. Yeah, I can honestly you say know, this is a this true point. story. At knowing Nick as well as I do, he's not, not I, one I'm to not drink much. I'm not slamming him back, no. you know. So I, uh, I finish off my beer, I leave. And I cut up 255 over to 64, you know, and geographically, none of this is going to matter to you guys. But like when you get on Highway 64, it's a fairly steep hill that you're climbing. You're essentially going up the bluff. You are. You're going up the bluff from the Mississippi. And so like, you know, it's it's a fairly steep hill that you're climbing. And so I'm going along. I'm doing like 70 and, you know, got my radio on and whatever else. Just living life. just, Just driving home. Right. And I look up in my rear view just in time to see the cop behind me flip on the cherries and berries. Oh, there's no worse feeling. And I'm just like, what was I doing? And then my first thought is, oh, shit, I've got beer on my breath. Yep. And so, like, I pull over on the side of the highway. And I, you know, I've gone through Citizen Police Academies. I know what to do in, you know, when you get pulled over. You kill the engine. You roll the window down. And you put your hands at uh, the top of the steering wheel. Yep. And then when they approach and they ask for your license and registration, that's when you tell them where your license and registration is. And you, you know, say, I'm going to go retrieve them. And they're like, okay, you know, and they're watching. You be very cautious about it because, you know, they never know who they're pulling over and you don't know, you know, what their mindset. And it's a, it's a polite respect thing. Yeah. So I've got my hands on the top of the wheel. I've got my driver's side window down. And next thing I know, I hear the knock on the passenger side window. Which makes sense, given the way I pulled over and on the fact that I'm on the side of the interstate. Exactly. So, at this point, I roll my window up, I roll that window down, and I apologize to the cop and tell him I'm sorry. I didn't even consider the fact that you would come on the side. And he goes, uh, hey, what's the problem, man? And I'm like, oh, this is really casual. <laughs> and I'm like... Um, I wanted to be like, you tell me, you know, I, <laughs> I was but, just waiting for you at this point to scream. I only had two beers. Yeah. But I, I said to him, I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm just driving home. And he goes, well, why are you on the side of the highway? And I said, because I looked up and you flipped your lights on and I thought I was being pulled over. And he said, no, I'm pulling over the lady behind you. <laughs> and that's when I like sit up further in my seat And I can see that there is a sports car, a very low-riding sports car, behind my car, in between my car and the cop car. And I didn't see that car when he flipped on the lights. This is the greatest story ever. And I said, oh, man, I didn't even see her. (laughs) And he goes... He goes, oh, okay, cool, man. He's like, yeah, I don't know. You're you're good to go. You you can leave. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, be safe. And he goes, have a nice day. I roll up my window. I turn on the car and I depart. You have a horseshoe up your ass. It was incredible. And how did you not see? It's actually very easy. I drive a Nissan Pathfinder, so it's a fairly larger. It is, and you, you don't know, have SUV. a lot of visibility out the back window. Well. The reason I don't have a lot of visibility out the back window is because at the time, you remember like a little while back, I talked about how I went and picked up a winedor from I a guy do. that I was converting into a humidor? Yes. Yeah, that was still in my back end. You've decided to drive that around for I six weeks. I have driven that around for the better part of a month and a half, and it's because I didn't really have anywhere to go with it. It was larger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. That's what she said. Uh. And um, I didn't have anywhere to really put it. And so I had it, but like it did reduce some of my visibility at the back end of my car. 
And her car snugly fit right in that blind spot of the windador and the height of my car. And his lights were just high enough that they came up above the windador and I could see him click on. And my gut just dropped to my feet. And oh, I had to crap myself. That was that. Oh, I hate getting pulled over. I was over. just like, oh, God, really? Really? Today? Of yeah. all days. Of all days? Of Not all that days. any day is a good day to get pulled over, but. Oh. Yeah. No, seriously, though, Nick calls me immediately and tells me the story, and I just lost it. Well, yeah, I mean, how do you not, like, That's the you know, greatest story ever. You gotta share that story. I don't, like, care, right I don't care what happens to us for the rest of our lives on this podcast. I'm not sure anything tops that. You getting pulled over when you weren't pulled over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that made my day. And I immediately had to call everyone I know and tell I was going to say, then you like called everybody and then patched them through and I a did. three-way call to me to where I had to tell them all. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm getting bored telling this story already. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back to the cigar. Yeah, I I actually had to relight it because I uh, telling the story. was talking too much. Well, I got a nice ash going on here. Look at that. Well, that's good. Yeah, Look at you. stacking dimes. You wanted to talk about something at Riverman, so I'm just going to go ahead and bring it up. We already did. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about the fact that... Oh, there's more. See, I was only going with the you ran into the people over there from Southern Illinois. Mm. But you just outed yourself, and I love that about you. Well, that sucks really bad. I didn't... I outsold Nick. Damn it. The Gators outsold the Bishop at Riverman. the Gators sold out. The Bishop still had three in the box, two after I bought the one that I smoked on National cigar day but yes unfortunately for me the the gators won out over the bishops we've talked about it on the show you know it's one of those things it's a the the connecticut smoke is much more palatable to the majority of the smokers you yeah. know you it, you got a lot of baby smokers out there not baby smokers baby we smokers just, we like what we like i mean they're not babies no but not not physical babies i i like a, a mild to medium you like a medium to bold Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or full strength, as it were. I will say. I've smoked both cigars. I, I like will them say, I, pr- I may have won that if I would have had Cindy in my pack pocket, too. Not my fault. Cindy likes me better. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, Cindy was hyping mine up to anybody that came in you know, know looking for a starter cigar. Cindy's on the list. And bless her heart for it. Cindy's on the list. Oh, Cindy, I owe you. She's on the list. I owe you. I want to do everything to stay off her list, but she's on the list. <laughs> so, I think putting... Cindy on your list automatically puts you on hers. I think that's how that works. I'm pretty sure. I hope not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that's going to go down. It's much more violent to be on hers. Oh, yeah. Well, Jeff, um, why don't we, before we get into some mail, I have some legit mail. We have a mail call. I have a little mail call myself. But before we get into the mail call, how about we go ahead and do a little bit of Scarters? Okay. So our first and only real piece of news that, uh, you know, a lot of the news that comes through is uh, announcements of different cigars, you know, and that sort of thing. And I could get into that, but let's be real. It's it's just like, hey, this company's putting out this new cigar. Or, hey, they're doing this cigar in a new size, you know, and that sort of thing. And I mean, I'd much rather those companies come onto the show and actually promote those well, things absolutely. themselves. And, you know, so, hey, guys, feel free to reach out and let us know about that stuff and come onto the show by reaching out to us through uh, nick at cigarpulpit.com. But uh, the piece of news that I have for today is uh, last week, the Mississippi House of Representatives passed some tax reform that would increase cigar taxes. Of course. Now, wait a minute. I knew you were going to have that feeling. Okay. And I actually am of two minds about this piece of legislation. Okay. A bill in the Mississippi legislature, by the way, this comes to us from Half Wheel, a bill in the Mississippi legislature that would provide a number of changes to the state's tax laws would increase the tax on premium cigars. Uh, House Bill 1439 passed the House of Representatives on Wednesday, so this was last Wednesday, by a 85 to 34 vote. That bill would increase the tax on premium cigars from 15% of the wholesale price to 25%. They say, in practical terms, a cigar with an MSRP of $9.50 would go from $10.93 to $11.88 before sales tax by half-wheel estimates. Here is where I have an interesting perspective on this. Okay. 
The bill is seeking to gradually eliminate the state's income tax and shift revenue generation to sales tax, increasing that rate from 7% to 9.5%, making it the highest in the nation. While the state's tax on groceries would go down, taxes on alcohol, farm equipment, vehicles, manufacturing machinery would all go up. I love the idea of doing away with the income tax and moving just to a sales tax. It eliminates all that gray market, you know, uh, uh, drug money, uh, prostitution earnings, you know, all that illegal money. They're not, you think a prostitute's paying taxes on that money that they're making? No, they're not going to their account and paying taxes on it, but it's money that's part of the economy. By them, by having a just standardized sales tax, doing away with your income taxes, no more having to, hey guys, it's April 15th, time to do your taxes, none of that bullshit. You do away with the taxes, income taxes, and you just have a national, or in this case, a state sales tax, and that's how the state receives its revenue. Everybody pays in, and it's fair because if you don't buy anything, you don't pay anything. But if you buy big stuff, you pay big amounts. Okay. so You see what I'm saying? Let me pick this apart for a second. First of all, we'll, we'll keep it in the cigar realm. So if somebody goes to one of the big giant online companies and buys cigars, are they going to get taxed like they will to brick and mortar? Now therein lies an interesting question. I don't know how it relate how Mississippi relates um, their uh, tobacco taxes and whatnot to online purchases. I would assume that any sales tax would necessarily go up based upon online purchases, but I don't know how Mississippi structures its uh, online. purchases. So you may end up in a situation tax. where. The cigar store, you're having to pay more tax there and no tax online and driving more people. And that's where those state legislators need to equalize the laws between brick and mortar and online guys. I'd go one further. I don't think they need to equalize. I think they need to tax at a higher rate because your local brick and mortars are employing people in your state where the internet guys are not. True. So I would make the argument that the tax should be higher on internet sales to make up for the difference. You know what? I'm fine with that as well. Okay. I have now, no issue with that. My second problem with this is, you know, you and I live in the People's Republic of Illinois. Yes. And if the People's Republic of Illinois said they were going to raise taxes on whatever so they could lower taxes somewhere else, would they ever lower the taxes somewhere else? Um, no, of course not. And Illinois, Illinois legislature is going to lie to us at every turn. And how do we expect Mississippi to do any different? It all has to be, it all has to be part of the same piece of legislation. When you're passing a bill that's going to raise the sales tax, you also have to have included in that bill, the abolition of the, um, income tax. But are are they doing that? That I don't know. I haven't read the damn bill. I've read the summary from Half Wheel as it relates to cigars. We probably need to do a little more research. I'm just saying. (laughs) Why the fuck? Why are you picking on me like that? Just having a little fun. Seriously. I I actually, on the surface. I need you to put in the man hours. You know, you could put in the man hours. (laughs) I didn't even know about the story. You could be. Well, therein lies my point, Lebowski. (laughs) Sitting here with your drug rug and your gym shorts. (laughs) Uh, just living life. Anyway, no, seriously. I mean, do you not? I mean, you get what I'm saying. I think a sales tax method, and I think it should be across the board. I think we ought to just do it across the board, yep. nationally and everything. Just move to a sales tax. You, but, you know, but if but, you do that, if you do a sales tax, then how do the politicians pay off their constituents? Um, and you know, their their different lobbies and whatnot. By giving tax breaks to them, they can't do that anymore. I don't. I fail to see the problem. Exactly. <laughs> I would say I fail to see the problem. Yeah, you're you're talking about politicians giving up power, and when have you known them to do that? Well, I think. And if Mississippi does it and does it right, bully, I'll be the first one to congratulate. Bully them. for them. So. Yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, we have a couple of pieces of mail here that I think is important to uh, to dive into, and they're both for you. Ooh. So for all of your complaining the other day about <laughs> not getting your own cigar prop in the mail. You know, and it, it wasn't a complaint. I would like to point so out that as... I have two pieces of mail here for you. So the first one here comes from uh, Boss Bear Creative LLC. Oh, my. 
So why don't you uh, why don't you open that up? I did admittedly open it because if you notice, it was addressed to me, and when I realized that it was actually something for you, I just put it all back. You set down my Fonseca. Okay, so again, this is from Boss Bear Creative LLC. Ooh, two gate. Oh, it's from Fabuccino. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Fabuccino. What is this? Well, don't worry about those. There's like a chiclet. They're, they're little tabs. You'll, you'll figure that out in a second. Okay. Oh, God, it's tied. It might as well be a monkey with a rock right now. I oh, know. Look at that. Piece of twine, and it just... <laughs> He's a twine and a knot. Oh my god, there's a handwritten note. Oh, I haven't even opened it and I know what it is. <laughs> this is so cool. Gator, this custom smoke book is a gift to you from Fabuccino. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I believe so. Okay. Um, hope you enjoyed, brother, from Lace. Aw. So, yeah. So, Kevin, Fabuccino, Kevin. Yep. He got you a uh, customized um, cigar journal. This is so cool. Now. Do you have one of these? I do. That's awesome. But yours is different. Uh Uh-oh. Yours is different. Because it's custom for you. Well, that's so nice. So, crack it open. you, You haven't opened it yet, have you? Your book? Yeah. No, I have no idea. I know what to look for. But I have not seen what it actually is. But it comes with the little uh, tab. This is really in there. Those little blue tabs there, those are for you to, to adhere your cigar bands to the page. And then it comes with a pen that works well on that paper. Wow. Check that out. Holy crap. That's that is awesome. awesome. It's got the Cigar Pulpit logo with a gator on the front. Now. Wow. Okay. That is really neat. This actually. is really cool. So, okay, so flip it open there. Hold on, I gotta get a picture. Well, you can get a picture later. Well, I want. I want to take okay, one. Okay, now. fine. Then take one. Take one now. For the love of God! Oh my God, Kevin, this was really nice. Okay, so now open it up and check out the flavor notes. <gasps> wow. So it's a it, it you know oh my god he got persimmon on there I was gonna say check out the flavor awesome. notes he added persimmon persimmon herbal spice sweet vanilla coffee chocolate salty minerals tobacco there you go uh, I'm gonna go ahead and read these because it's kind of this is really cool honey molasses caramel spirits I don't know if I've ever gotten spirits liquor huh I don't know if I've ever gotten that on a cigar I mean. You know what? I take You're not that getting back. Ghosts. I take that back. I've gotten cognac. <laughs> yeah. How is that? I'm getting I'm getting like, a ghost. I'm getting Casper. Nope, I have gotten cognac before, so it's I like have I'm nutty, bready, laden Casper. Smoked. Here. I have gotten smoked. <laughs> you just uh, ignore charred. that. Yes, charred. Yes, <laughs> charred. Casper. He is a um, friendly ghost. <laughs> well, good for him. Mint, floral, woody, earthy, leather, bitter. What is that? Dilly? I, I don't know. I can't see it. D-I-L-Y? Dilly? Or no, oily. It's an O. Sorry. Oh, oily. Oily. Uh, pepper, cream, hay, barnyard, and manure. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So now you can track out your cigars. And then they have the... Ooh, yeah, it's say, got a gauge in the middle. The ring gauge sizer in the middle there. That is really awesome. Dude, I owe you one. I'm going to have to hook you up with some uh, gators. This is really nice, man. Yeah, Kevin did. He he was proud of that. I, Kevin, I can't. I mean, I can't say thanks enough. This is really That's nice, really dude. Neat. This was this was yeah. This is really nice. This is really really cool. It's okay. So that's that's well, mail. How cool. That's piece of mail number one. Thank you, Kevin Fabuccino. So here's piece of mail number two. Well, it's like it's like it's not even my birthday. It's like Christmas. I know. You opening gifts and me getting nothing. It's like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. You got a hat. Mm-hmm. Again, monkey with a rock. Okay, so Jeff is struggling with this uh, mailer envelope. But he did make it, manage to make it inside. What are you doing? What in the hell? Ooh. So this Bubble piece of wrap. mail... You're failing at that. Yeah, you can't even hear it. 
failing at the bubble wrap chair. Yes. It's popping. It's just not loud enough to be heard on the cast. That's a sound. This is really in there. I can tell. <laughs> I'm struggling. We may have to circle back to this. I'm getting winded. Oh, my God. Okay, so. Oh. Now Jeff has opened up his second gift, which he realizes comes to him from Jim Beebe. Jim. Dude, I was just playing. Well, Jim made you your oh my own God. cigar prop. I love the little bag. Oh, yeah. It comes in a nice little velvet bag yeah. there. It rem- what's the liquor? Crown. Oh, like a crown royal bag. That's right. Holy crap. Now check it out. Golden. Wow. Four Gator. That's really nice, dude. Did you happen to notice? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I was just going to let that go. Oh, no. No, 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 no. It actually says Gator. 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 (laughs) G-A-Y-T-O-R. I was going to give you a pass on that, but yeah. Well, that's really cool. No pass. Get... He pre- he did that on purpose. Oh, I know, but I was I was going to let it go. <laughs> no pass. No pass was given on that one. I gotta get a picture. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. We should do this every show. Yeah. Well, we need to get gifts from people every show. <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at that ash on that Fonseca. It's a pretty sweet ash. It really is. I gotta get a picture of the bottom of this so everyone can see it. Gator. It's like you're a. Masters of the Universe character or something. It's like, bow to the might of Gator. (laughs) (laughs) Really is, actually. This is cool. Peeps will get that one. Trying to get it to focus. (laughs) And it is smoking cat approved. Nice. Now, I'd like to point something out. You know how yours is... Thank you, Mr. BB. Smoking cat approved. You see the little trademark there? Yes. The TM? Yep. This prop right there. Yep. That prop. Is the very first one to have the TM. Jim got his trademark paperwork filed oh, and everything awesome. like that. That is the very first officially trademark smoking cat approved uh, cigar prop. That is very cool, dude. This is really nice. I, yeah, I I owe some people some items back for this. Yes. This was really nice, guys. Now the thing about that cigar prop is what's so great. Now you can you know forget to bring it to top shooters like you do a lighter and a cutter, and this way you don't have to put your cigar in that like cigarette ashtray. There, it's true. I'm gonna have to keep that in the travel humidor when I find it. That therein lies the problem. Yes. You have to find that too. It's like yeah, I'm, I'm noticing a trend of a issues. A trend. Here. Yeah, I'm bad at that. I lose shit. <laughs> this is really nice, man. I tell you what, I I really owe Kevin and Jim. I, I can't thank him enough for this. This was this this was a really nice mail call. Well, there you go. I'm so happy. Now, do you have mail? You said you had mail. Well, I have a, I have a. Oh, uh, you have a correspondence. Qu- ah, so so then should we move into ask the boys? Let's do that. Okay, why don't we do that? Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question? You ask the apple. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. So, okay, guys, it is time for Ask the Boys, and we need your calls and questions at uh, the Ask the Boys hotline. Area code 863-874-0000. And don't forget, we are using Ask the Boys as kind of our, um, well, what would you say, audition tape, Jeff? Yes. For, I think that's a good way to For put people that. to do the... Uh, the Listener Interaction Tuesday, which is going to be now the, the last Tuesday episode of the month where we invite a listener to come on and hang out with us. And so, you know, you want to get these questions in because this is how we determine, you know what? That guy right there seemed like a pretty cool cat, and I think it'd be fun to have Seems him Seems like the show. he fits into the show. Exactly. So, or her. So get your questions in. Him or her. So, so, Jeff, at this point, would you like to start with your correspondence? Sure. Before we move into the the questions. So the one I wanted to point out was actually placed on one of my photos on Instagram. If you're not following me, it's naked, N-E-K-K-I-D, Gator. G-A-T-O-R. G-A-T-O-R. Not G-A-Y-T-O-R. No, Gator. (laughs) G-A-T-O-R. Gator. As in, you know, crocodiles and alligators. 
Not Gator, master Gay, of the, the universe. Gator. <laughs> Minion of Skeletor. So Gator. Six anyway. underscore two. T-O. Yes. So six two. Six two. Um, commented on the photo and said, I'm assuming that I'm with uh, the cigar pulpit, meaning you, Brother Nick. Yes. And uh, that I was borrowing his cutter. But nonetheless, nice cross cut. Um, I'll have you know that was my cross cut, my V cutter, <laughs> making the cross cut there. Nick's is more expensive, but mine works. Okay, that was the interaction that you. That wanted was the to interaction. Highlight. I just wanted to point that out on the show. It wasn't just so everyone knows. It wasn't, you know, Luke, my six thirty five millimeter, asking you. About... I have that too. I've got a couple. Oh, okay, I didn't and know you were interspersing. The other one is I got You're a throwing really me off here. Yeah, I got a really nice message. From uh, well, Drew Estates loved my photo that I put up on uh, uh, international or National Cigar Day with uh, Kristen smoking the uh, Deadwood Series Leather Rose. Yeah, 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 loved that picture. There you go. And last but not least, you are correct. I just wanted to give some shout outs. And last but not least, I've got to go to my sticks 35 millimeter, our friend the cigar reviewer here. And he uh, said that he had a question for me, and his question was. Ever have such a bad fart that you can still smell it in your car the next day? Oh, continuously. You've done that to me in my car many, many times. <laughs> and that's what I pointed out to him. I said, I've actually done it to Nick. I I remember you calling me the next day. You got in your car and it was lingering. Well, yeah, it was summertime and it was hot. And I get in the car and I'm just like, ah, oh, it smells like swamp ass in here. And it was you. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. That was a gift that kept on it's giving. Truly gross. Uh, there you go. Truly gross. So, all right. Well, why? So those were my mail calls. Okay. Well, why don't we hit the um, first question for Ask the Voice from the hotline? What's up, guys? Um, if you're anything like me, I smoke cigars here and there, and then I finally smoked one that I knew made me a cigar smoker. And my question for you is, what cigar was that for you? Appreciate you guys, everything you do. Keep regurgitating, man. <laughs> Cease and desist letter. So, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I didn't get your name, man, so I don't know how to address you, but... Um, we'll just say man. We'll just say man. Hey, man. So, hey, man. What's up, guy? <laughs> um, so, friend, um, I, uh, I, I fell in love with the relaxation the act of the cigar you know the the first cigar i had was that monte cristo white series and just the fact that i had to like sit and chill and relax yeah that's what drew me in from there i was i did try and try and experiment around and find other cigars that i really really liked and i bounced around from the the romeo julieta uh, Reserva Real to like an Arturo Fuente and a couple others. But, you know, but for me, it wasn't like a specific cigar that made me just be like, oh, man, now I'm a cigar smoker. It was the act of doing so made me say, yeah, this is something I want to do. Yeah. Now, with me and Nick and I have talked about this because we've talked about having my friend Dave come on the show. We grew up and ran around as, you know, teenagers and one of the first cigars that I really, truly liked was a cigar that I smoked and bought a box of to take to my friend David's wedding when I was the best man in his wedding. Uh-huh. And it's the, I'm going to butcher this, it's uh, Los Cabrias. It's got yeah. a really neat picture of like a uh, Armada ship or whatever on the front. Oh, okay. It's really cool. And uh, now I will say I have circled back and smoked one of those more for nostalgia than anything else mm-hmm. um, a few months back. It's not quite as I remember. But, uh, you know, it, that was one of my first, like, go-to cigars, you know, getting out of the, uh, oh, getting out of, like, the Swisher Sweet. The Swishers yeah, and the Backwoods exactly. and all that. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that was back when I was 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. I'd, I'd go up to the tinderbox and get the hookup. They didn't card you back then. Yeah. Now. So, yeah, now it's a different story. Different story. Go up to the mall and buy myself some cigars. Well, now they don't even have it at the mall. I know, it's like in with a, uh, what is it, a pawn shop. Yeah, I know, right? That's yeah, really weird. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate the call. Next question on the hotline. Press two to be removed God and put on our it. do not call list. 
Press 1 to speak with someone about possibly extending or reinstating your car's warranty. Oh, my God. Again, press 1 to speak with a warranty specialist. Or call our 800 number at 844-989-1708. Everybody. RPG. Everybody call that number. Yes, call that number. And just dick with them. And press 1. Press 1 to speak with someone. (laughs) By the way, once again, I'd like to point out, I blame Travis Seibert every time I get one of those because, uh, or he's the one that insisted that I don't screen the calls. So, Travis Seibert, that's your fault. Let me point out, one of my favorite memes, because I, you know, I'm a nerd and I like the Star Trek memes, but one of my favorites is when uh, Captain Picard's sitting there and they're like, oh, we're getting a message, it's incoming, oh, they want to check on our warranty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They'll find you. They will. They will find, find you. Find you. Will I'd be on an you. island in the middle of the Pacific, living on whatever I could kill out of the ocean and the random coconut that I could get off the tree, and I, a bottle would float up and it would have a warranty extension in it. All right then. Yeah. Next question. Hey fellas, it's Dennis Craddock. Dennis. 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 Just wondering if you've ever driven a big rig tractor trailer. And second question: Is there a nearby tractor trailer parking near the Riverman? Cigar Company. Thanks, fellas. Look forward to listening to the show. Bye for now. So, Dennis, I have not ever driven a big rig. I've driven a uh, big farm truck, but not a semi. I get nervous driving just a big vehicle in and amongst cars. Yeah. Because, hey, this is this right here, right now, I want to give a complete shout-out honor to all of the big rig drivers out there. Yes. Because you guys are driving these big, hard-to-maneuver vehicles in and amongst a bunch of people in cars that drive like utter douchebags around you. Yep. They don't give you the proper room. They don't give you the proper clearance. They figure, oh, I can beat him, so they zip around you really quickly. Yeah. You guys have got a rough job driving those Well, trucks. not to mention, and, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it, Yes, we have to honor, you know, all the frontline workers that that help take care of us during COVID, mm-hmm. but the truck drivers kept the country alive. Yeah, it's the supply chain. Everybody yep. talked about the supply chain. Those guys are the supply chain. Yeah. And so, if, if not for them and if not for them continuing to work, things could have got hairy, especially in the cities. I mean, I'm stocked up. I've got MREs and, you know, I've got I've got food supplies at the farm. I can hunt, okay. I can fish, I can feed myself. But not everybody can. So, yeah, so no, I have not driven a big rig. Now, your second question regarding big rig trucking park or big rig parking at Riverman. You know, it's funny you mention that. There's a really large open parking lot that's right by Riverman that's just, you know what I'm talking about. It's right behind it. And Dan will get truck drivers all the time rolling through there, stopping, because it's real easy for these guys to pull in, park their rig, go down, get their cigars, hang out for a little bit, and it's real easy for them to pull out of the lot. Boy, they got to know where it's at, though. Well, the truckers have been talking. Okay. The truckers apparently have been talking. But guys, I want that. This is my official announcement. Riverman Cigar Company is a super tractor trailer, big rig friendly shop in Crestwood. It's right there off of uh, Watson Road. It's easy turn-in, easy parking, easy departure. And it's just right there. You can just uh, park right behind it and just kind of hop down. There's like a little little ledge there. You hop down, and you're right there at the door. You know, and that's something people really don't think about. Nope. But a big rig truck, there's a reason that, that you have all of these, like, truck stops and things. Because they can't just pull off in town and go to, you know, the McDonald's no. or... And then those guys you know, have to yeah. walk everywhere. Or, yeah. I mean, Jeff, you know, do you have any idea how many times I've seen uh, big rigs pulled off the side of, uh, what is that, Route 3 in Columbia, where the guy parks on the shoulder of the road, yeah. and he's going down the ditch and up the grass so he can go to Burger King for lunch yeah. because he can't pull in the Burger King parking lot? Yep. I've seen that. I've seen that a couple of different times, and and it's that it's it's un it's inconvenient for these guys to be driving these big vehicles, and so for Rivermen to have this parking lot available to them that they that these truckers can come in and use, you know, it does give Rivermen a little bit of an advantage. So yeah, yeah so Dennis, to answer your question, Rivermen Cigar Company, super big rig friendly, awesome. Moving on to the next question. Hey guys, this is Trent. This is my cigar account. Hey uh, Trent, I was calling. I was wondering if y'all have heard any of the rumors that I have. I, I caught wind of 
something I thought y'all might find interesting. Uh, y'all had talked about BF Chicken the other day and that he, uh, about his, uh, cockfighting he was doing down in Mexico. Oh, but, is, um, yep. 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 I actually heard, uh, that allegedly, you know, in case of anyone listening, um, that Larry may actually, uh, with his what? auction house be tied in with that some and, uh, and that actually BF chick chicken has, uh, has moved back up and is, uh, hanging around, I think around Belleville maybe, what? and actually running a cockfighting ring up there. And that well, Larry illegal. That is, is uh, covering for it, fronting with his, uh, auction house and, the, and also doing a little, uh, petting zoo on the side they're calling it but that there's actually a cockfighting ring going on so i wasn't sure if y'all had heard that just wondering what y'all's take on that is and uh if y'all might be able to dispel or prove any of the rumors you know that are alleged but uh let me know uh y'all have a great safe and smoky day wow boy that is that kind of rocked me back i know I haven't heard that. Wow. Wow. You know, I, I'll i tell you what. If Larry's involved with it, he's been really tight-lipped. <laughs> he hasn't told me anything. Hasn't said a word. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with those chickens? They're angry. All I feed them is cocaine and chicken. <laughs> okay, then. All right, then. Well, <laughs> all right, moving on. We have another question. This is great. I announced that in order to be uh, uh, considered for the for the listener for, uh, Tuesday thing, now we're getting calls left Step and right. Up. I love it. Yep. So, guys, keep the calls coming. Next call. Hey, guys. It's Thick Smoke Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Well, Ryan. First, I would like to answer your question of what would be my quote-unquote death cigar. Mm-hmm. Now, assuming I'm going to just keel over after I finish smoking, let's go ahead and make it the biggest one I've ever smoked. <laughs> or, you know, it would be the Tabacalera El Artista Exactus Super Colossal. Oh, my God. And 11, 11 inches in length, 90 ring cage. Now you're just bragging. going to keel over, might as well go big. And now my question for you, boy. That's what I call myself. <laughs> if given the opportunity, who would you rather go to work for? Stark Industries or Wayne Enterprises. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Boy, both of them are getting attacked constantly. Seems like Stark's always having to restart his company as like something else because some bad guy came in and like did like a corporate buyout. But Ooh. Wayne Enterprises seems to always get like bombed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm probably going to go Wayne. You know, think <laughs> about it. If I was working for... Although I, then I'd have to be commuting to Gotham. It's true. If I was working for um, Sunny California, Stark back in the nice. day, yeah, maybe I could have headed off that whole debacle with Bucky and saved the day. Oh, you're talking about when Bucky killed his parents? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like, um, Bucky didn't put him in the cave with the Ali Akbars. No, that was his par- his part, or I guess what his dad's partner, United States military yeah. that got ambushed there. Yeah, uh, Air Force, Air Force. Yep, yep. There's a whole discussion in the movie. When he he refers to them as soldiers, and they're like, we're airmen. Yes. Damn straight we are. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'd probably go Wayne. Yeah, I'm, I'm Even though go I'm Stark. not a big fan of the Gotham commute, I'd probably got to go Wayne. I'm going Stark. I just think you have more job security with Wayne. Really? Yeah. Stark's always redoing the company every other week. Yeah, but man, think about working on that Jericho missile. True. It's good times. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, final question. Took up the whole valley. The whole I, mountainside. The whole mountainside. Yep. All right, well, final question here on this week's Ask the Boys. Hello, boys. My Sticks, 35-millimeter column. My Sticks. Mentioned him uh, earlier. Get to some homework here before I get to my question. First of all, uh, my death smoke. Probably uh, the vintage 2006 uh, Rocky Patel. Hmm. Ooh, nice. go-to smoke of mine. Uh, a, a smoke I cannot find. The Yagawa. I cannot find that <laughs> anywhere yeah. here. I get that. I do know some people who have a couple laying around, and maybe you know, I sent them uh, a couple really rare Calebras, 
from Cuba. It's true. Uh, that is I true. It's a valid station. point. I probably you know, will do OM1. Yep. They wanted to part with one, whatever. The question here, though, is uh, <laughs> specifically for Nick. I know you're a big Phil Collins fan. Oh, boy. Nick, you can't hurry love. Who does it better? Supremes, the mighty Phil Collins. Ooh. Um, oh. Great show, boys. Always watching you. Keep it up. Thanks, brother. Ooh. Ah, uh, I got to go Supremes. Wow. That had to hurt you. I got to go Supremes. That had to hurt you. I got to go Supremes. Okay. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Both virgins are good. Both renditions. Both virgins? Virgins. Oh, I thought you said virgins. Virgins. Like, yes, virgins are good. No, both virgins. Renditions. Oh, okay. both my, my bad. I misheard. God. Anyway, they're both good, but I got to go Supremes on that one. Yeah, I hate to admit it. I yeah, have to. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Oh, God. So who does a better version of I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston or Dolly Parton? This nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard the Dolly Parton version. Are you serious? I'm not going to listen to it. Oh, dude, it's so good. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. If I'm not mistaken. I'm living my best life without okay. knowing it. <laughs> Hold on. I'm if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. We can't play it on the show. Well, no, we can't, because, yeah. Yeah, copyrights. I Will Always Love You, what, songwriter. Are you, are you Googling this now? What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, so what you may not know is, you know, obviously that song was big. Was that, I guess it was in it the was Bodyguard? The Bodyguard soundtrack, yeah. Dolly Parton wrote that. Okay. And first put it out on her album, Jolene, I think, in 1974. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think Dolly's version's better. I, it's I, hard to beat Whitney Houston singing anything in her in in her prime in her in heyday. Her prime. Yeah, but Dolly Parton all the way. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. Make sure you get your questions into us via the Ask the Boys hotline at area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. So a follow up on that. Oh God! Who does the better version of "Hurt"? Ooh. Nine Inch Nails, um, 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 or Johnny, uh, Cash. Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash. I think that's a Johnny Cash song. I think Nine Inch Nails just had it channeled to them first. <laughs> but yeah, no, but, but he made it his. Nine, yeah, Johnny Cash made that his. God, that video is good too, dude. It's depressing as hell. I know, but yeah, no the needle that, tears a hole. That is that is all Johnny Cash right there. Yep. I apologize to Nine Inch Nails because it was their song, but. Johnny Cash owned it. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> so. A little addendum to the Ask the Boys. Okay. Yeah. So. You you played the uh, outro music before I could throw out the next song. I was going to keep that going for a while. <laughs> <laughs> probably for the best. Though. Probably. Anyway. All right. Well, Jeff, why don't we uh, why don't we give away some scars? Let's do it. Well, you know what? Before we do that, we're both in the final third of the My Father Fonseca. What are you getting on your cigar? It's starting to ramp up a little bit with pepper. Um, it, uh, it's just a really good cigar. I've had a great burn line going. The ash has been solid on this thing through the whole cigar. Um, I, I, I you know me, I'm a fan of the, my father's cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done a, uh, another retro hail? Oh, I haven't. That first one, it, it was weird. Like I didn't taste anything, but then it like completely sucked like the wind out of me. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's definitely some pepper and smoke. It's pepper and like tobacco like smoke oh yeah there it is yeah yeah but it didn't linger i'm telling you man it this this cigar has kind of become one of my go-to like regular you were just dogging on my father i know and that's what's weird is as soon as i have that whole rant about my father's cigars (laughs) and and it's like down my gift and turn well yeah and well i didn't turn down you took it away from me but you said you didn't like them so i didn't give it to you and they were all really really good it was like this whole like special like christmas edition like sampler pack it was great said but anyway and i have the tape to prove what i said but the point is after I get done kind of dogging on my father in terms of I, I their their cigar band aesthetic, the artwork, you know, and everything, it's not my cup of tea. I've Fair said enough. that, you know, it's a little too busy for me. But with that being said. But I will say when I go into the humidor, I can pick their sticks out really quickly by the bands. Well, you can. Yeah. But I have had a couple of my father's cigars um that were recommended to me or that i found that i've just been lights out the don pepin garcia original 
And then this Fonseca, I've been smoking these a lot. Obviously, I do like the uh, My Father Connecticut, that one Dan over at Riverman recommended. Yep. Those three, I've been smoking quite a bit. So for what it's worth, I have to eat my words on that. I actually, earlier today, my first cigar of the day was a My Father, and it was the uh, Centurion. Okay. With the big C on it. Okay. Yeah, that was a good stick this morning. Well, there you go. Well, now it's time that we go ahead and give away some cigars. So, it's time for the weekly giveaway. And guys, the way this works is you go over to CigarPulpit.com. You sign up for the newsletter. As long as you're on the list for the newsletter, that gets you um, entered to win the prizes. We do have plans for the newsletter. I know there's only been one of them in a year, but COVID. Well, and, you know, some of those plans for the newsletter may temporarily get put on the back burner for a little while. Yeah, as life. Life kind of is... Life. Becoming life. Um, but anyway, um, so as long as you're on the list, you're entered to win. And once you hear your name, then you have until Monday the following week to shoot me an email and say, Hey, Nick, at CigarPulpit.com, this is my uh, shipping address, and I'm the winner. Do we know, uh, are we? do we still have a little backup with the manufacturer on those, or are we getting I have been told. Up? I have been told that all of the winners should have packages in the mail. And they should be receiving them Good if deal. they haven't already. Good deal. If that is not the case. Let us know. Let us know. Yep. And there there are extenuating I, circumstances there. And again, not our story to tell, but, there, but yes, there's, there's some there reasons. There have been some real legitimate reasons. Yes. So anyway, this week's winner is... Tiffany Quick. Tiffany Quick. Is that... <laughs> You, you do about, love your you soundboard. Forgot, you forgot about the DJ yeah. Airhorn. Is that our first female winner? Uh, no. You sure? We've had other female winners. Have we? Okay. We have. We have. Tiffany not, Quick. Not many, but we have. Sisters of the Leaf, we love you, exactly. ladies. Exactly. So, Tiffany, congratulations. Get back to us. Let us know your shipping address, and we will get those cigars get uh, to you as soon as we can. You will absolutely love the sampler pack from... Martina Cigars. Absolutely. Indeed. Yep. It's good sticks. Well, Nick, it is just a gorgeous day. It actually got warmer, I think, than uh, they were planning on. It was supposed to be around 48 today. I'd, I'd say we're well into the mid-50s, if not upper. Indeed. Yeah, it's really nice out here. So I'll tell you what, after Snowmageddon. Oh, I know. This has ooh, been nice. Yeah, it has. Nice. It was a nice turn. Hopefully, uh, winter's over for us here, at least in the Midwest. I, uh, I may be speaking too soon. Let me knock on wood. Hopefully. So... Well, Jeff, coming up on Friday, uh, assuming the postal system gets it to us on time, we will be opening up the March My Monthly Cigars box. Yes. And uh, I assume joined by uh, My Monthly Cigars owner, uh, Nick Gervais. What is My Monthly Cigars? Uh, I was going to talk about what else coming up, but hey, whatever. Oh, well, go ahead. No, 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 it's fine. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It seemed like the perfect time. Where you can get cigars sent to your door every month in a variety of sizes, different boxes. We get through a Busto box, which is four cigars for $30. It also comes in the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. Two of everything that's in the Robusto box, so it's good for sharing. Or hoarding. They are covered by an MSRP guarantee. Which states the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. That gets you free shipping on your first box as well as 20% off in any of the items in their online store. And you can use that code twice. Once for the shipping, once for the online store. Because Nick has this great online store with cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. Giddy up. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Hey. Your pasty white thigh is really just like... Drawing the eye and Here it's unsettling pull to the, say the pull least. Pull the short no, up a little bit. I saw you do that. It's just no. <laughs> Actually, the more unsettling thing was when I got back here and he's like, you know, hey, if you need to use the pee jug, here you go. And he lifts up this like milk, <laughs> this gallon milk jug, and it's just this like dark, like amber liquid just sloshing around in there. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. I don't need to see it again. Oh my God. God, oh God, that's the pee jug, dude! You put that right by your microphone. That was right by your. Fa- oh my God, it. Oh, it's sealed in the plastic. Oh, dude, that's there's legit pee. I use it for jug. fertilizer in my garden. Oh my God, urine is a great fertilizer. So does that a ton mean of nitrogen? Like you're out here smoking a cigar and you just whip it out and just pee in the jug. Yes, that's exactly what that means. Dear God. It's my deck. Ish. Do you at least have a funnel? What's that? I don't need a funnel. How do I you can not aim. Spill everywhere. Yeah, there's spillage. 
Oh, you got a, you got a kelp oh, for spillage. Oh, my God. Does that mean there's, like, pee on this deck? <laughs> it rains occasionally. It's covered. It blows in. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm on pee deck. I'm on the pee deck. On the pee deck. On the pee deck. Coming to you live from the God damn it, Dairy don't, Tobacco Aladino do Mobile Studios oh, on the P Deck. Oh God! <laughs> and there goes and the there sponsor. goes that sponsor. Anyway, <laughs> we love you, Jerry. Oh my God! Yeah. Good times. Well, you can follow us on the Instagram at cigarpulpit.com <laughs> as well as at naked, Nick. Looking for the ripcord there, Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. That is my page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Make sure you get in on that. Lots of activity. It has been really a lot of fun to keep up with. And then we're on Twitter, YouTube. You can always reach out to us through through CigarPulpit.com. And then make sure you get your questions into us through the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And guys, we have to tell you thank you. Um, We we had that little issue we talked about a couple of weeks, or I guess a week or so Mm -hmm. ago. Where uh, we had some issues. It where, was one uh, week ago. It was. A week it was. Ago it seems longer. I know. It, um, where trust we had me, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where we had uh, issues getting the uh, podcast uploaded to Apple, but that was resolved. And we were really worried because we had a number we were trying to hit, and we reached it. We and did. it's all thanks to you guys, the listeners. So now we expect you to keep at that. Oh, tell your friends. <laughs> it's <laughs> the you. only way. Word of mouth's the only way we can get this out. Yep. Tell your friends. Keep the. Uh, Keep the podcast up and keep the numbers going. I will tell you this, just for a point of reference. Because we got to bring a big audience over when we finally purchase the Cigar Authority. That's true. Yeah, you we're know. saving our nickels we're and saving, We're saving our pennies, you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, uh, just as a point of reference. Okay. We more than doubled our listeners from last February. More than, well more than. Well more than doubled the listenership. Yes, yeah. it's and, been, and and that's been cool. You know, it's na- neat to, you know, see the year to year. And admittedly, we're coming up on our two year anniversary in April, or August. So, I mean, it's it's not like, you know, we've been at this too long, but it is really cool to see the growth from last February pre-COVID to I, I remember this, a time February. when we were all excited when we would get to. Was it 150? 130. 130. 130 downloads in 30 days. That was a metric that Nick had found online, and it says you're if you can do 130 downloads in 30 days of an episode of one, of yeah, one, one episode. episode. If one episode does 130 downloads in in, thir- in the first 30 days of release, then that episode is doing better than 50 percent of all podcasts. We're more than doubling that blowing in a day now away yeah so yeah just in the first day just blowing it away so guys thank you we're doing better than that we're we're, well no in the first day oh yeah and yeah we're killing yeah in over 30 days we're absolutely shredding it but and and again that's because of you guys that's because of you guys listening and for some reason enjoying our ignorance yep and we appreciate that and sending us stuff i mean my god just like at Christmas. Yeah, right? I'm already trying to figure out what kind of care packages I'm going to send back because uh, this this has to have a response, both of these. These were really nice gifts. There you go. Well, very cool. Well, final thoughts on the uh, My Father Fonseca? I, I'm a big fan of the My Father cigars. This has been great. Like I said, you know, the, the dimes have just been stacking. And I say dimes, it's probably more quarters. This is a bigger stick. And it's just been a really, really good cigar. I'll tell you. When Casada Cigars sold the uh, Fonseca brand to my father. I was disappointed because I really liked the uh, Casada uh, Fonsecas. Yep. And I hesitated for a while to uh, try the new Fonseca just because I was like, you know what? I really liked the old ones. I just don't know if I'm going to dig this. I dig the new one. Yeah. Well, and we're friends. You know, we... We know Mr. Casada. You get to call him Manuel. Manuel. Yeah, I get to call him Mr. <laughs> Casada. But uh, you know, I do. I love his cigars. I love that 1974. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is a really good stick this that really my father's putting out. I like it. It's different. I mean, you, you and, and maybe that would be neat if I could get my hands on some of those old Fonsecas. I don't know where I'm going to track those down at at this point. But if I if I do do a it, comparison. Do a comparison. The old Fonseca blend versus this new one. I think that'd be neat to do. But um, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm digging this cigar. Like I said, a lot of earthy notes, a lot of pepper notes. It's a good solid smoke, and definitely one that I am 
more than happy to put in my just regular rotation of just, you know, go-to cigars. Absolutely. So. You know, speaking of uh, Casada, I was listening to the Cigar Authority this past week that I like to do. Yes. I think the world of those guys. And they were doing their prediction show. They had a prediction about Casada cigars. And I'm not going to lie. The minute I heard it, the light bulb went on. I thought, oh, my God, that makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, there were a couple of them that I thought that. So. Yeah. So head on over there and listen to that. Yeah, please. After you're done with us. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean. Of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Jeff, anything else for the good of the cause? Nope. I'm good. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Stay smoky.